six. That's good timing. That's just all right. That's all right. It's five past six in the evening, Monday. Uh, I have no of course, idea when you li- when you listen to this, it will be Wednesday. I imagine you yeah. listen to it as soon as it's come out. Like yeah. I thought. Five past six, Monday yeah. evening. Drinking hands, fresh from the weekend. Fresh, fresh, fresh. Did you have a nice weekend? Yes, thank you. We had a nice evening, didn't we? We did actually. Yeah. On s- what day was it? Saturday, Saturday night. Yep. yep. One of the benefits of my family leaving me. Boo hoo. Yeah. <laughs> Just temporarily, I should add. Yeah. Don't worry for yeah, me. Been caught with your pants down. No, not yet. Uh, is that I've had time to spend it with Steve, <laughs> but out of a, out of the work environment. Yeah. yeah we've bit more like the olden days, wasn't it? Like, yeah. Kind of a bit more... Just gone for a beer, the odd yeah. beer. Yeah. Have a lovely drink in Lanata. A walk sometimes. Yeah. Lovely yeah. walk in the country. It's nice. Rocker to rocker. Raver to raver. Turn up the bass. Why don't you do yourself a favour? Ain't talking about dub. Do do do. Oh, there you go. I should have known where that was going. It's the failed Rockstar Club. Hey. That was a good one. Yeah. I like the fact that was a musical. Just dropped it, didn't I? Like, yeah. No one's been. Oh, dropped it. That was a musical, which you know. Well, the last one was quite musical as well, wasn't it? That was a. Um, what did I did last, last week. week. Gabby last week. Rivers. I did a musical one last week as well. Did you? Yeah, I forgot. I remember. I'm pretty sure it was something she didn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> That's things. for sure. Forgot it now. Okay. Uh, hi everyone. Welcome to the Hill Rockstar Club podcast. Podcast that talks to musicians about mental health, positive well-being, their journey in music, and fashion. 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 Um, so, Jess, I'd like to ask you, yeah. Jeremy, Peter, Dixon, where yeah. are we, who are we, and how can you find us? Well, always the same. Well, not always the same, but the same really? as the last few weeks. We are back in the shop. We're in a different part of the shop right now because just before we started, I did... An absolute <laughs> rip snorter of a poo. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. A, a, a proper eye water. Well, out. I didn't want to go into too much detail, but it mm. was grotesque. And and I'll tell you for why. Mm. It's because working in a shop on your own, often I can't go to the toilet. I can't just... If I want to go to the toilet, I have to shop the shop, and I'm not prepared to do that. Can you not chop your kecks and poo in the bin? I could do that, but I think... You've smelt what's just happened. Yeah, true. <laughs> There's no way that should be done except behind closed doors. Mm. So, yeah, so sorry, I'd held it in for so long, which I imagine makes the ultimately when I don't know what we're talking about. You're making the, <laughs> ultimate, you're making the ultimate sacrifice there for yeah, the business. I do, I always have done since we opened. I'm, I mean, didn't you once to try and do a poo and someone came in, you had to like lean out the, the toilet and <laughs> go, all right? Yep, yeah. that did happen, yeah. Let's lock the door for. F- yeah, but I know. I'm going to miss a sale. Oh. I suppose I'm going to miss, uh, get robbed. I don't want to miss but a sale. anyway, I've been sidetracked by all this poop. So I'm not sure what, what part of the where are we, who are we, or where can so you So, we're at the front of our shop, Best yeah. Days Vintage, Colchester, 40 Old Lane. We're there. It's six o'clock on a Monday evening. It's the middle of August. 
It's a lot cooler than it has been, mm-hmm. which is nice. I've enjoyed the temperature today. Yep. A couple of rainstorms. Uh, but yeah, that's us. Okay. Um, and who are oh, we? and who are we? Oh, yeah. You're Steve. I'm Jez. This is the Failed Rockstar Club. That's the one. Okay. Um, what are we talking about today? Uh, we're going to be talking about that. Yeah. I have... Just a, like a little after, trailer for it. After last week, you said you liked it, that we didn't. I wasn't as prepared. So we yep. didn't like, go off, off kilter. So I haven't really prepared. I thought it went well last week. Yeah. The, she was quite chatty though, Jabby, wasn't she? It was that, easier. that helped. Hmm. But I think, you know, there were, there were quite, the questions were flowing too. Yeah, I, was think, I think yeah. we were... So I'm going to try again. We'll, we'll see how we go this week. Um, so we're going to talk about life after music slash where are they now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means right now, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to ask you before we start mm. going into where are they now? Yep. Where are we now? I'm Alan Lartridge. <laughs> um, I want to ask. Well, it's it's middle of August, right? So mm. um, we can't oh, see your faces right. probably. Here they are. Um, I wanted to ask you, what do you? F- Feel about A levels and the oh. kind of situation. Oh, you're political. Yeah, not so much political. Yeah, but well, have you seen the latest? Imagine if it was your daughter. How would you be feeling about what's been happening? Have you seen the latest? Are you bang up to date with this story? Uh, because they've they've U-turned. Uh, oh, they okay. now have decided it is going to be the teachers' sort of okay. recommended grades. Okay, and so they've done what Scotland have done, and they've, despite him saying there will be no U-turn, Gavin Williamson. Oh, Victoria. Be no U-turn. There has been. There a has U-turn. very much been a U-turn. The the government has egg on their already Blazers. very eggy faces on their, and bland tie and blaze of budge combination packs, mm. and it's another in the long list of. Uh, I I mean I was prepared to give them a bit of a pass with this. Well, we we spe- use, we said this, didn't we? We both said that we maybe it's a difficult situation. It is difficult. All all parts of this pandemic are difficult because it's. There's that magic word, unprecedented. It is unprecedented. No government has had to deal with this, uh, and so you, there's a degree of like, would you know, would any other government have done it better? But the, just the amalgamation of fucking lie after lie and fuck up after fuck up. Be interesting to see how they how they spin it because you know they'll spin it somehow to make it look like it was always a plan or some bollocks. Well, it's more that it, it's distraction with them. They'll, they'll just there'll be a smoke and mirrors. Yeah, there'll be a migrant problem like you know it's, it's and I I don't know how how they keep getting away with it but they do like if you look I haven't, well, I haven't seen polls for a couple of weeks but last time I saw somebody shared the polls it was like it's the Tories the Tories were still way migrant ahead. problem talk the polls <laughs> no very good though uh, no but you know like the last couple of weeks it was all you know look there's dinghies coming across look everybody there's refugees trying to get in the country. Mm-hmm. Everybody look over there. Yeah. You know, and a couple of weeks before that, it was, you know, the same people complaining about that were like, it's all like, all lives matter. Mm. It's just very easy to get wound up thinking about it. Okay. But uh, if, yeah, I mean, if, yeah, if, I, if my. Would you be, you'd be happy with you? I'd be happy now, yeah. What about, what about the other way around? If you'd actually got a better mark than your teachers have predicted Ooh. to you, and then it's all of a sudden back in. You'd be dragged back down. Good point. 
Well, there's always winners and losers in every decision. I'm afraid so. Yeah, there's no one going to be happy. Because no. It's second well, that's that's what I mean. Like with with whatever decision they've made, people would have been upset. So yeah. that's why I, what I mean by give them a bit of a pass with mm. this. On the list of things they've fucked up and things that I'm angry with them for, this isn't near the top for me. But if I had a kid who was mm. just taking their A levels, it probably would be. Yeah, it's just alright for me because you're not in the um. Right. It was just like fluff on the. It's annoying me. Put like that, bogeys. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, so what's your song of the week? What, no, how, what do you think about it? Oh, jeez, oh, I'm here to ask us questions, not answer them, I don't know. That's not what, it's a two-way. Uh, I think it's a very awful situation, awkward all round, and I just wish they'd make their freaking mind up, and it's just balls up after balls up, and it's like... And also, it's, it's, it's they, so they seem to bow down to public pressure yeah, each time, don't they? Public pressure and the media have uh, so much power over... Weirdly, over the government decisions, like the pressure that comes on it, and it's like whipped up. But they'll get over it, like they do everything else. The government, and they'll find something else to be in the doghouse for. Brexit coming up soon. Like that. God. Talking about negotiations, they're quite far apart. Surprise, surprise! (laughs) Negotiation. They're not exactly in a position of power, are they? (laughs) Probably not. Well, hopefully. Oh. Problem is, there is an election for ages. Mm. You know, if there was a vote tomorrow, you know, if mm. there was a general election tomorrow. Yep. But people, people have short memories, don't they? Yeah. By the time they'll spin, they'll be. Yeah, yeah. Well, it will be spinning how Labour would have handled things and you know, whatever. Mm. Oh, political. <laughs> yeah. Who knew we had it in us? Talking of political, my song of the week. You hear that? Oh yeah, yeah. I would love to. Yeah. Political. I have chosen. Britney Spears, Dear Diary. <laughs> oh, I didn't know she had a song called Dear Diary. Yeah, off the first album, Oops, I did it again. Oh, off the first album. I think it's, is that the album, Oops, I did it again? I don't know, that was the debut single. Yeah, I don't know if the no, album was No, no, it wasn't, that. that was Hit Me Baby one more oh, time. Oh, yeah, was that the album, or maybe, anyway, yeah. She's got a song Surely called Oops, Dear Diary. Surely I did it again, must be the second album. Yeah, true, yeah. Uh, I anyway, because I have no been journaling. Yes. Um, all week, on and off. And it's a really interesting process, and I've enjoyed the process of writing things down. So, how mu- how much do you journal? How detailed are you? Do you know? I think it's ironically. I think journaling is just a posh way of saying writing in a diary, mm-hmm. but business people call it journaling. because <laughs> yep. it's when you're adult, you can't. It's a bit weird to be writing in your diary. So yeah, I've been journaling. Should have been so, Samuel Pepys's journal. Mm, Stephen Robert. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't think it'll be um, getting published. <laughs> no. uh, but it's oh, yeah, I write, I write, I write for ten, fifteen minutes in the evening about stuff to do with like the business, thoughts, leadership stuff, mm-hmm. feelings. No, this one I stick to things that I've like thinking. Oh, maybe I could do that. Things that have gone well. Oh, so this is more well. like ideas, and ideas, kind of... um, things that I'm worrying about a bit to do with it, like business orientated. And then I write one in the morning from a personal point of view on a different book. I do like stuff like, for example, like I've been writing for and against trying to find a bit more time for myself, like personally, mm-hmm. and what the reasons are for and against that mm-hmm. from a personal point of view. So it's been a really interesting process to do that. Um, do you do you recommend it as a... I think I recommend it to anyone to do it because it, anyone that thinks more deeply than just turns up then goes home and switches off it can't count it has to be a good thing you get your thoughts out you helped and you read back on it as well and it helps you to kind of like think a little bit about your thought process what are you doing 
and holding a mirror up to yourself is always a good thing because it's, it's painful but it's learning and you learn about yourself you learn about your ideas you write your ideas down and by writing your ideas down you can execute more and you can improve the things around you like work life family things like that everything it's like and we all have a head that's spinning full of shit all the time and so it's also a good way to get this shit out of your head um yeah so i'd recommend it to anyone and i think that well i know that a lot of like people that do stuff to do with like marketing music poetry writers everyone journals writes in the diary because it helps get this stuff out i mean it Mm. has to be a good thing so yeah, I'm sure Britney Spears when she wrote Dear Diary <laughs> yeah. was journaling. Went through, the, went through that same process. Mm-hmm. Well, that one must have been the, the 90s, right? Mm, I'd be interested to see what her diary was about. Yeah, but so have you actually listened to that song? No, or I just, did you just I'd, find a song with diary. In? I tried to find songs that were based around writing in a diary, and I found that one. Sure, to be honest. Yeah. Well, I, will... I wouldn't be able to sing it to you. Okay, I'll listen to it tomorrow. I think it was like it was like classic, like Dear Diary. She's in, she did this, she's into me, or something, or he's into she's me. She's got a crush on a boy, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That era of Britney Spears. That kind of vibe. There wasn't a song called Dear Journal. It probably um, is now, I reckon. That could well be, yeah. She's a bit older now, isn't she? Yeah. So what's your song of the week? Uh, mine is Fleetwood Mac's song, Oh Daddy. Cool. Are you familiar with that? And I'll tell you for why, it's double double meaning. Number one... Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? <laughs> yeah. My family come back to me tomorrow. So I'm uh, I'm very excited about that. Long-term listeners will know that my family have been apart from me for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Boo-hoo. And they're back tomorrow, so I'm very excited about that. And uh, also, so a big group of teenage boys left the shop today. They're, yeah. they're regulars, and so I, I talked to them. And as they left, one of them went... See you, Dad. And I don't know if... Like, he said it very casually, and mm. he was deliberate because his friends didn't laugh at him. Mm. So it made me think it's a thing that they have between them that they think of me as a sort of dad guy. Yeah. Which... Father figure, or well, not creepy uncle. Well, at least it wasn't creepy uncle, yeah. Mm. But it was kind of demoralising in a way, because I thought I was, you know, very much on their... On their level. <laughs> on their level. One mm. of the guys. But we've known for a long time that we are no longer on young people's level. Yeah. Well, that, I've only just realised today. Yeah, but we kind of like, why? Well, yeah, that as people, as human beings, and as a shop, that we're more the guide to their kind of their stories, and that we we're not. We're and Obi Wan can Obi. Yeah, we're not. We're not. We're no um, longer Luke Skywalker. No. Or even Han Solo, to be fair. No. Though he did get old and grizzly. No. But we kind of yeah, we've got that. We're kind more of like, Han Solo in the the. Yeah. The ones, the new ones. <laughs> Son, uh, Ben, you're the one who's It's very good, very good, Han Solo. Han Solo, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, you did impressions. Oh, fucking good at impressions. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> yeah, so it was kind of. I, I mean, I knew that. It's not like yeah. I actually thought. Oh, yeah, they, they, I reckon they think I'm. Is it about, the same part of you that thinks 18 year old girls fancy you still? <laughs> No, that's a different part. Yeah. Uh, I, I suppose there's probably still a part of me that was just clinging on to that. Oh no, they, yeah, they definitely think I'm like a sort of cool. You know, maybe I'm a few years older, but I'm yeah. still, still young and hip. Yeah. But the grey hair around my temples and the, yeah. Uh, yeah, probably the fashion. Mm-hmm. Like I well, we've got um, a guy called Freddie who works who works with us, and he's 32. 
Mm-hmm. So, is he? 31? Yeah, he's, he's a little bit on. 32. I think he's 32. I think he just turned 33. Possibly. He's my guess. And I, will, I always say, at our age, well, when you're at our age, Fred, your age... <laughs> He he's, he's at painless every single time to correct me. Well, he's so, yeah. there is some crossover with, like, but I often make like references like to eighties TV that he doesn't. He doesn't get. Doesn't get. Mm. So there is. We are different generations. Mm. He's right, mm. but it's funny to keep <laughs> keep Pretty doing much. it just to wind him up. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so, are we on to the meat now? We're on to the meat, and I literally meat? don't have any questions apart from I've got lots of. Artists, where are they now? Okay, well, well, we can just talk about it as a broad concept now. Yeah. Because. Life after music. Well, we yeah. know about that. We can talk we about that. We very much know about that. Ooh, oh, shit, that's going to be allowed. No, we sorry about be, that. That's not, haven't been edited out either. No, you're definitely not going to edit that out. Unless you can annoyed. make a note of what the time is. I just kicked. 20 past six. Table. <laughs> it's good. He's on fire. He's on fire today. We are people who were musicians and in, in inverted commas. Who, I mean, we had normal jobs at the same time for most of it, but there was a point where we very much had to give up the dream. Mm-hmm. And that is true. You know, admit that we weren't musicians, and that must be something that a lot of musicians go through. I think more often than not, they still not they still live this life of being in a bit of a denial. To be fair, unless you really make that decision to move on. So many of them have like formed another band that you've never heard of again. Well, it's that it's that inability to admit that they hmm. they they that proper job. Yeah. You know what I mean? In, again, yeah. inverted commas, they can't admit to themselves. They they feel. I suppose it's ego, isn't it? You think you deserve to be in a well, a lot of them as a well. Job have where this people amazing life. I mean, <laughs> the bands that I've written down are basically Britpop bands. Because I thought that'd be more. That's right, right? Yeah, it'd yeah. be funny to see what they would. So I tried to figure out like more and more. But a lot of the b- musicians within these bands are doing like arty, cool jobs or formed another band. Mm-hmm. It's not even bothered to write down because it's like boring. Yep. But uh, one or two of them have kind of like gone and got proper jobs. Um, well, well, a good example: Dave Roundtree, like Blade drummer from Blur, is still a going concern. Yep. But he's like a solicitor. Well, and he didn't have to. That's the th- that's yeah. the difference. He's yeah. he's done that purely out of he obviously had a great interest in it and wanted to get out of his comfort zone. He was probably lot, bored. Uh, when I read about it, it was in the, an article in the Guardian, I think, and he said in this article that he um, had a massive midlife crisis, a crisis of life identity after the Blur thing happened because it wasn't my decision to split, and I would right. have kept going if I wanted to, but because of Damon and Graham. And he said he was massively lost. And then someone he thought about what to do. And then someone said, "Well, if you're into 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 this, go and spend three weeks sitting in the courtroom every single day. Mm-hmm. And if you like it, then you know it's for you." And he said that he completely changed his whole purpose of life again after that. But he also said, if he's really honest with himself, he would still be a full time musician yeah. even now. <laughs> which is, which yeah. is weird. We wouldn't yeah, have thought that. Of him, but yeah. Well, he's a very very intelligent guy. Yeah, clearly. Because yep. I mean, he's the, he's been an MP. He's learnt to fly a plane. He's yeah. clearly one of these guys who gets bored easily and yeah. just puts does can do anything he puts his mind to, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Uh, and and I suppose doesn't have that ego aspect of him, or got over certainly got over it where he thought mm. I can't I can't do anything except be a musician, yeah. which you get the impression so many people do. Mm. But also like because we're talking about these Britpop bands, 
they were sort of the last generation of bands who were making good money, Big money. from yeah. from being a musician. The modern musicians, unless you're in that top like five percent where you're a superstar, you're Taylor Swift or you're Jay Z. I imagine so many of them have to supplement their income in some way yeah. because of the nature of the music industry now. What it is now. There's no big advances, there's no money in selling records. Publishing the, the record company's taking a big chunk of that now. Live gigs they're often taking a chunk. T shirts, merch. So you have to you have to find other ways to hmm. to keep well, yourself it's different in now. Yeah. Yeah, the big advance changed everything. Well and do you think that, that like you know that's like the the blur song Death of a Party mm-hmm. and there's some pulp song as well that's kind of references the end of Britpop. Mm-hmm. But it's like the last kind of throes of a huge over excess. And ever since that yep. kind of thing, it's almost like it kind of blew itself out. Yeah. And it coincided well, they, with the internet. and Basically, yeah. There was a time where you just had to be a white boy with a guitar. Yeah. There was a time in the night where everyone was getting signed. You know, if you had one decent song and you looked like a Britpop band, you were getting signed. Menswear, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, Five gigs. Yeah. Crazy. And I've got them on the list. Good. It's very interesting what they do now. Good to hear it. Uh, but yeah that was a totally different time and uh, you know those bands wouldn't have made enough money to retire on or whatever as I guess we'll find out but some of those bands would have the massive ones yeah and they're still but the thing is most most of those have earned enough money that they can still afford to do that have this life yeah for example Javis Cocker or something you know that he's still in the he's Supplements, yeah, he can with, pretty much do with DJ because he's like how he's he's kind of he's still a celebrity, even yeah. now. He's well, he's got enough clout, yeah, to do whatever artistic endeavor he he wants to do, yeah. Whereas, do you, th- do you think bands now going into the music industry, yeah, signing their deals, do you think at the back of their mind they know they have to they will have to get supplement their income, or do they go in thinking, I oh, you know, I'm aiming for that? Mm. That five percent or whatever that I'm talking about that do make it rich. I don't know. If I'm honest. I imagine we should, we should ask you're you're like a young. You're twenty one, twenty two years old. Are you really giving mm. a shit about? Well, yeah. Do you even think the about the future? It? All you care about is like I'm gonna go and play music at my job. Ah, oh, for fuck. <laughs> It'll stop. Is somebody locking up? Yeah. I suppose at that stage you're not even thinking about it as a career, are you? Mm. I guess you're thinking about it as I want to go on tour. You just have the next, the next stage. I want to write an album. Yep. I want to go and tour it. I want to go and play some shows. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Support slots, headline tour. Yeah. And then I guess you're aiming for the next thing. Yeah. I don't know, because I, I know with us it was always like, no, this is. I want this to be my career. I don't. I don't mm. want to have to work in. No, this is my job. Yeah, I want. We never, we never thought about what we're going to do when we're forty, did we? It was like, well, no. this is what we're going to do next tomorrow. It's about as far as it went. And pro- and do you think we'd have, if we had thought about it more, we'd have made different decisions? No, <laughs> we'd have still ploughed on. Can't imagine we would have done really. What decision we made? It was like the decisions were being made for us half the time, wasn't it? It was like, yeah, true. <laughs> but that decision, like the where are where are they now, sort of thing. I mean, we asked this question on Instagram and no one replied, which is the first time that's ever happened. Which says to me that you don't kind of like you don't know the famous people you might notice they're probably still doing stuff with like cordless jobs, but the ones like for example like the drummer from oh, I'm gonna just gonna say a band but the drummer from Cast 
whatever, yeah. You probably wouldn't know who he was if he was working in Sainsbury's. No, but, you know, a few weeks after... Do you think they have to leave it long enough that people have forgotten about it? Well, they've probably got a bit of money in the bank, so they're not going to, like, finish... Like, stop a band on a Monday, and then <laughs> Tuesday they've got a job working in a co-op. Left the job in cast on Monday. Yeah. Got a job in Quicksave on Tuesday. Tuesday. Fired yeah. for nicking out the tail on Wednesday. I don't know how it works, but I know, like, for example, like, E17... They were like roofers, weren't they? Yeah. The two that weren't that were like in the background doing dance groups. Well, they would have made absolutely bollocks all. So they're not yeah. involved in the songwriting. And you know, there's that documentary about them, and like the wife is going, "You're not going to go do this again, are you?" Get your hopes up again. Yeah. yeah. And it's like he's, he's still got it in him because he still has that kind of, even at that age, even as a grown man, he still wants. He's still got somewhere in him. There's still that. Well, that's it. If you've experienced, if you've played a stadium full of people screaming at you, yeah. How how can you not? try and chase that again yeah. it's like a drug mm. if you've had an amazing feeling you, you want it again I always think this with what we do right it's like if suddenly in fantasy world now someone said right here's 15, 20, 30 grand go and go on tour yeah. for a year <laughs> whatever you know or record an album and do that would you do would it you now? do it knowing that you've mm. got a business and you've got responsibilities and you're 40 years old well, it's different now, but would you, you know, it's like, we, you know, you said it's about that kind of like, where are they now? But there's a lot of bands in this position. Like all these Britpop bands are reforming on the back of the. Yeah. Which Bernard what, Butler, what, by the way, said was depressingly sad. Yeah. What are they leaving at home? Mm. I suppose it depends on the situation, doesn't it? Mm. How much do they, how much are they getting paid? Is it worth their while doing it? Have they got, you know, because if they've got kids, because if I went, if I told. Rocks. I was going away. I'm going away for six months on yeah. tour. Yeah. She'd probably say, "Well, well, you're not." Yeah. <laughs> and I'd say, "Well, I am." And then we'd have a big row. Yeah. And then I'd probably we'd compromise. I'd go for three. Mm. But then that's the thing is that okay. But if you went, I'm going to go on tour for six months, and it's going to going to bring back a million pounds. Well, she'd let me then. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That would be different. But it wouldn't. No. Boy, no. But uh, yeah. There's no guarantees of that. Do you think you'd have been... How would your ego have coped? Say you were, we were a band that had got to the level of... We're playing festivals. We'd had a couple of songs in the charts. We'd, we'd been on top of the pops a couple of times. Yeah? Yeah, big okay. time. Ooh, classic. Did <laughs> then, I enjoy it? Then, it all go, then the singer decides he wants to go solo. Uh, <laughs> fucking idiot. You didn't Getting write any songs, so, so you now. haven't got much money. Of course I haven't. And you've got a mortgage to pay. Of course I have. Would you've there's a job at Asda. Solid money. Yeah. No, but I wouldn't do that now. Hence the reason <laughs> that I work in a vintage shop. Which I think is a really good example of some of these things again. Like a lot of these musicians are doing like stuff in like media, yeah, music still and different things because they still always in their blood or So you, you would only do a job that wasn't perceived as kind of Cool. Probably, I would aim for that unless I was really desperate. But this is why. It's well, you why are desperate. You got a mortgage to pay. I'll, I'll do it then. Yeah. The bailiff's coming around. I'll, have to, I'll probably got a bit of work in a pub. Yeah, and what's my choice? Asda or that's it. <laughs> Suck yeah. it up. In toilets. How much? Fifty quid. Sure. <laughs> Dale's switched up. Sorry, Dale. <laughs> He's got bordy. Yeah. I didn't, <laughs> but you know what I mean? He, all, that scenario was all him. 
He didn't have to go there. He was in just. Why is that happening in Asda? <laughs> what was I saying? Asda or. That's it. That's my two choices. I don't know. That's not your two choices. Oh. You just invented one of the choices. Yeah. Asda. Asda. Or... Oh, get... Being a gigolo. Yeah, or yeah. go in and get a job in a pub. I don't know. <sighs> I'm a bit tired of that. I meant Rent Boy, not Gigolo. Yeah. Get that right. Actually. Yeah, Gigolo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but how, how would you feel if you were in Asda? Yeah. <laughs> not the other one. And somebody saw you. Aren't you that guy? You're the guitarist from that band I saw you on top of the pops the other week. Yeah. We, we didn't work in Asda. It's rubbish, isn't it? Well, funny enough, I remember when. You might recognise me from my collaborations with Radiohead and Stephen Hawking. I actually did a lot of his heavy lifting for him. Anyway, I'm here to tell you about Best Days Vintage. If you like sustainable vintage fashion, feel-good prints and positive well-being, then they're the guys for you. Visit them at 40 Elf Lane, Colchester, or online at bestdaysvintage.co.uk. Peace out, mother crushers. I... <laughs> You're not going to do this uh, roleplay. Uh, well, I've just it reminded me. Of Did the you time. hide? You've gone hidden in the, the uh... Nick Grimshaw. Beans on. As he when he, as he got famous, like when he started getting more famous, he's doing like T four whatever he's doing. He's interviewing mm-hmm. the girl that did that song about foundations. That London girl. He's coming to pop. Kate. Kate Nash. Nash. Yeah. Um, yeah. And after you know, because obviously he'd interviewed us one of, like one of his first things he'd done when we were in a band, and, that, mm-hmm. and I was working in the pub at the time in the stills. Yep. And yeah, I was a bit like right. Yeah, and oh. yeah, it's like kind of like you know. Oh, so you kind of did have a little kind of like semi experience of it. Yeah. Yeah, a little didn't, bit. didn't feel nice. Well, he's what he is. What he do about it? Not a lot. He's just you know, everyone's everyone's path takes him in different places. But I can imagine someone like I don't know. Let's say Johnny Burrell, Yeah, has to had to go and get a job working in a estate that's, agent. That's the singer from Razorlight for oh, our sorry, younger yeah. listeners. <laughs> The guy that's in Razor Light. Haven't had it recorded. <laughs> I forget. You know, people really know who he is, but yeah. Okay, the singer from Razor Lights had to go and get a job as an estate agent. Yeah, that sort of thing. You know, I like imagine he'd be good at that. Yeah. All right. Good sell his house. All right. <laughs> Semi detached. <laughs> Two bathrooms. All right. Oh yeah. So uh, that, I don't know, but I don't know what that would be. Yeah, it'd be, be tough. It'd be tough. It's tough. It's the a bit. It's the male specifically, I guess. Ego is, it, yeah. I I would find like because th- I suppose this is why I can sleep. When you well, when we finished, you, know, you remember when? Yeah, I've talked about this before about how that was yeah. that was the lowest point of my life, really. And like yeah, just couldn't sleep for months on end, just lying there, mind racing, just wondering what the fuck I'm going to do with my life. Mm. Am I going to have to get a proper job? Yeah, like retrain or something, like get some qualifications <laughs> or you know. That's not fun though. <laughs> Sound effects on this week's yeah. pod are going to be great. Yeah. 
Or, yeah, or am I going to just have to work in fucking Asda, you know, I, you know, we want to have kids, kind of, you know, I'll have to get a, yeah. you know, a job that helps yeah. fund that. Like, yeah, so I just work in an office. Am I going to be happy? Is it important? Do I just get a nine to five? Is it and, important for you to be happy with what you do and proud of what you do? Or is it important for you just to bring the dollar in and just get on with it? Well, there's I've two been, different, There's sort of people that will maybe just do that, and then there's sort of people that the artistic creative had that taste of stuff and it's like this is why we've done this it has to be yeah we haven't gone on and got jobs like in offices or whatever it's the best aspect of our job and I, yeah I suppose what drew us to it in part is that it is there are so many similarities with being in a band and we get to be creative all the time and we kind of yeah you get to channel that it's not it's it's not Monday it's, and because it's our own thing mm. we're making all the decisions and you know sometimes bad sure mm-hmm. That bit with the blowjob, probably, <laughs> probably a mistake. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, you know, it's the creativity. Mm-hmm. Well, it's for a me. Motiv- yeah, and it is true, and it's a motivator for me. Like I said, one of the things that motivates me is making a making a difference in my little world. Mm-hmm. And hence, we do podcasts. That's why we do so much social media. It's important for me to kind of feel like we put gigs on to feel like you're kind of making a positive difference to people around you and the world around you. Mm-hmm. It's kind of why we do music, because you felt like you were making a difference to people around you. And see, you know, I did a, actually did a New Adventures Facebook the other day. Yesterday. Yeah, it got a good little response. And it was nice that, you know, I hadn't done, well, I hadn't done one for ages. Mm. Like, you know, I don't think we do anything on Facebook at all for ages, but it was nice it to is. kind of think that... There are some people who would have got a notification yeah. and they'd be like, oh yeah, remember them? <laughs> Those guys, sure. It's nice. Couple of messages saying you should do some new stuff. It's going to apply, so probably won't. <laughs> well, I was funny. Should say that I was going to record a little version of a a song that, never, that we never really got. That was around at the time we were splitting up, and we didn't get to. But I didn't get the time to. Do it. But I might. I might do that at some point. You should. Um, okay, so I won. I've. Oh yeah, let's go through this list of. Uh... Okay, so I've. I did. I looked through some the World Wide Web, and mm. I had a little dig about for. Britpop bands, where are they now? Um, Again, for our younger listeners, Britpop was a (laughs) mid-90s musical movement based around those white boys with guitars that I was talking about. And girls. girls. There were girls, but it was kind of primarily Mm -hmm. male-dominated. Okay, I'll read some bands out, and you say which one you would like to know about. Long Pigs, Sleeper, My Life Story... Well, Echo Belly. Yeah, well, let's take these one at a time. Okay. I want to hear them all, yeah. All right, uh, Long Pigs. So the Long Pigs were from Sheffield, I think, mm-hmm. and were had two albums for the split, the first of which, for my money, is an absolute lost yeah. classic. It still is. It just got reissued on vinyl. Yeah, and it's still bloody marvellous. Yeah, Brilliant some album. great songs on it. But I know Crispin Hunt, who's the singer, he worked in parliament for a while mm-hmm. still do, like writes songs for people and he's a big campaigner for sort of musicians rights yeah I think. he yeah well exactly he co-wrote was, um, with Jake Bugg I know he did Natalie and Brulier did he yep oh uh, New, uh, Newton Faulkner he oh, yeah. wrote a lot of that album did he yeah the, the his big album. one yeah, yeah. Um, a Ginger Girl with Dreadlocks yeah, so yeah worked like in him. parliament um, towards reforming the parliamentary system oh wow and I knew that already because my our friend uh, worked in there. And he yeah, saw yeah, him. I remember. Yeah, I remember seeing. Uh, in the in the in the dinner queue, which is weird. <laughs> yeah. but this is a really uh, mad moment because he was like, he he gave it a little like, "Shit, you said." 
Will be Eddie, Eddie's tray for his like lunch. He's yeah. like dinner lunch. I don't know. I don't know what Crispin has, but he turned around and he went, "What?" Right. No, nice. I bet he loved that. Oh yeah, I hope he does. But yeah, um, and well, obviously, I, I famously, like he... Richard Hawley, the guitarist from Don Pigs, went, went on, on to have a very successful solo career. Yeah, highly credible. Crispin Hunt, and I follow on Twitter. And yeah, so he's he's been going on a lot about how the Spotify system. We we talked about this. Have we done? No, we have not done a Spotify system. Maybe, maybe we should do that coming up about there's a sort of big movement growing among musicians for Spotify to be paying their paying artists paying their, their fair their fair share mm. and uh, how the whole system is flawed we, we'll talk about that another day but he's a big big campaigner for that okay. I think that's he's is he in the musicians union or I don't know. Some, something like that something I didn't get that much detail okay so I know I'm, we did that much detail on I, everyone, I haven't got every single band member <laughs> I've just got ones yeah. that thought of morally interesting sure. Sleeper well, I know she became an author. Mm-hmm. Quite successful. Louise Wiener. Wiener. Yep. Wiener, yep. Or Wena, she'd probably like you to pronounce it. Yeah. So she married the drummer. Did she? Yeah. I knew they went out. Yeah, they got married. Because didn't she also have a thing with the bass player or something? I don't I know. Like there was some interband yeah. Fleetwood Max stuff going on with them. Oh, well, that's good. Uh, and they play gigs occasionally in Crouch End, near my old neck of the woods, yep. under the band name Huge Advance. <laughs> nice. I don't know if they well, still do. I don't know when this well, when I think they, is. they did a tour last year, I think. Skip and they had, a, they had play, a new play, album. They played with Embrace. Oh, there you go. Yeah, they did, yeah. yeah. It worries St- me when I hear a new album out. Stephen Street, who produced a lot of the Blur albums and The Smiths. He, he produced the... Oh, did he? The new one? Newish album, yeah. I'm not sure how many members were original or not. But yeah, she was also an author, wasn't she, as well? Yep. Um, My Life Story. Oh, yeah, I don't know anything about these guys. No, I can't remember anything to say about them, either. <laughs> there were loads of them, weren't there? Wasn't oh. there 12 members? 12 Reasons Why? Was that them? That was their song, 12, 12 Reasons Why. I think there was why? quite a lot of them. They had, like, string players, didn't they? Yeah. But they, they had, like, classic Britpop. Their sound fitted in with Britpop, and they... Mm. Had two. I didn't remember that one. Well, that was the big single. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they followed it up what, with anything. The single was called Jake Shillingford. Yep. I'd and got there eventually. he um, tried to rebrand himself as a music Svengali, mm-hmm. how to break the music industry, and he mm-hmm. did lots and lots of talks in like music conferences. Yep. He now works in local radio. Mm. Not sure which local radio. Norwich. Norwich. <laughs> North Norfolk Digital. Yeah. Well, good for him. Yeah. I suppose. But he tried to he tried to hang on in there for a while. I've re- I imagine because studying pop music became like a a big thing in sort mm. of post late nineties yeah. early noughties. But there was a lot because there's a lot of like um, pop music degree courses. Yeah, you get a lot of uh, ex Brit pop. That's what I mean. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like members of Star Sailor became uh, yeah like Seems drum teachers I on that kind of thing. Written that written written that down somewhere about someone. Mm. Um, Echo Belly. All personal favourites. You used to like Echo Belly, didn't you? Yep. I purchased their first three albums with my pocket money. Mm, no, I don't remember. I have only got one band member, but it's not the singer. Uh, well, what Sonia was Madden Sonia. was the name of the singer. Mm. Interestingly, their accountant stole half a million pounds off them. Oh, shit. Them up. And they, sat, they started a record label after that and released, self-released for a bit. Oh, okay. But the only person I've got is um, the guitarist, Debbie Smith. Oh, yeah. She was the small little lesbian one. Yep. She works in the cool London record shop and DJs at gay bars. Oh, 
for her. Yeah. Okay. She was she was a good good stage presence. Was she? Yep. Um, the, I don't know. I can't remember much about them really. Ichabelli. Oh well, you're my specialist subject now. <laughs> you're no king of the curve. You're the king. Yep. Great. Great things was their yeah. probably their biggest. I want to do great things. Yes, I don't want to keep doing that. By hand. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you do that. I like it. Okay. Uh, the, the the other guitarist because there are two guitarists. Oh, he, okay. His name is Glenn Johansson. Okay. Swedish. Oh. Bald. Oh. And I, met, I went out my way to watch them at V ninety seven. All the people I was with didn't yeah. want to watch them. I had to go and see them on my own. Okay. Hmm. Super fan. Suede. Oh yeah. Bernard Butler. Obviously, he's a big music he producer. Produces, yeah. He produced the Duffy's first album. Yeah, I knew that. Um, and the bassist, Matt Osman. Yep, Richard Osman's brother. He edits Le Cool email magazine. We did. Le, Le Cool. Le Cool. Yeah, a London based <laughs> magazine. Okay. Le Cool, there you go. Brett, what does Brett Anderson do? He, uh, he I don't know, up? but I know Bernard Battler. Um, said it was really sad and p- pathetic that all these bands were reforming on his Britpop mm. wave last year. He feels was bit. Well, I think that's a bit harsh. I think that's easy to say if you've got if made yeah. enough money to. Yeah. Mm. You know, most of them are probably trying to provide for their kids. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Bernard. Well, they're probably just having a good old laugh. Well, I can't, well, imagine, yeah, they, I can't imagine they're providing much for their kids. Mm-hmm. Be surprised how much one of those interestingly, Gem Archer. Um, yep. Extra races. Yeah, it, yeah, he he was paid £85 a gig for Oasis. £85 a gig? When he first started. I bet by the end he wasn't, but when he first started he was being paid £85 a gig. definitely true? Where did you get that from? In one of the magazines I read somewhere. Mm, yeah. I did some I did some actual research this morning. Okay. Ultrasound, remember them? Yes, big. Yep, tiny. tiny. Yeah. He works in a veggie cafe in Newcastle. Oh, lovely. Yeah. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Not vegan, veggie. We did. We should, again, no. I don't know why again, we'd be I, in Newcastle. But I, don't know we ever, I don't know if he still does, but he did. Okay. They never really... Had, I mean, they would never have made enough money to... No, they had an okay... Retire on. They, had, they, they were kind of like one of those bands that were like on the edge, weren't they? Yeah, and they were a cult, a cult thing. Yeah. They were quite a long album. They were quite a double album for their first album, wasn't mm. it, as well? They Epic. Went, they went balls deep. Mm. Elastica. Ooh. Didn't she... I know she presented some TV... About South architecture, Bank, the South Bank show. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then she moved to Colorado to study. Yeah. Okay. She lives in Colorado with her husband. The drummer, Justin Welsh. Yep. He lives in Devon. <laughs> he just lives in Devon. Well, picture him on a farm. No, yeah, I'm not entirely sure. What he I'm surprised he's still alive, actually, because he was a big was he a smack fan. Okay. I don't know, but uh, Marion, they had lots of issues with that. Heroin drugs and uh, yeah issues. Well, there was in London around that time. There was a big and interestingly, the, the record label Heavenly, I think mm-hmm. it was Heavenly. They didn't bother to promote their second album, even though it was quite, it was quite good. And Did they run out of money. Fucked up the yeah. This ruined their mm. Marion. It went wrong. Even apparently, the second album was actually quite good. Um, menswear. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know the f- original drummer presents on BBC Six Music. What's his name? Matt Everett. Nope, that's okay, I haven't got him. Okay, well that's a fact he presents on Six okay. Music. Okay. <laughs> Simon White. Yeah, guitarist, yeah. He managed Block Party. Oh yeah, I knew that, yep. Um, Does he still like manage, manage I think bands? he was, he, what, last I, well, when I read it he was still managing it, but that Block Party was the main one. Okay. Chris Gentry. 
Yeah, he became a model for a while. Though. Yeah, he was like the, he wasn't the singer, was he? He was like he the, was the handsome guitarist, yeah. sort of baby-faced, bit Julian Casablancasy. He managed a Noah and a Whale. Did he? Yeah. There you go. They're all going into the industry, but staying in the yeah, same industry. Exactly. This is the thing. I suppose that you know it. If you know it, you know it, don't you? I guess it's contacts, isn't it? Um, and Johnny Dean. Yep, singer. Yep. He works for a firm specialising in after-sale support of cellular equipment. Oh, well, they did. They did one of those Tim's Twitter listening parties oh, for their oh. for their first album, Johnny Dean. Yeah, and it was it was Johnny Dean, Matt Everett, and I think Simon White actually. Okay, maybe Gent- no, maybe Gentry was involved. Yeah. I knew they were. It was they were all enthusing over it. I mean, mm. not sure why. It was rubbish. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's a good example of like an absolute massive record deal offered to a band that didn't have any songs. It's all all hype and look over any substance. 100% Camden boys yep wouldn't have happened in any other no. era that were they just because there's that but do you read that book that I had about it was about was it called Death of the Party or something something like that yeah, yeah. I think it, yeah it might have been called Death of the Party but it was about that whole Britpop era and the kind of the rise and fall of it yeah and Blair all, it was tied in with Tony Blair and all these bands were recording their first albums in the back of their garages and, and then they had these massive advances and they tried to recreate these sounds in these big studios and they could never do it yeah. Again. It was never the same. Threw loads of money on it. And then... Abyss. <laughs> Abyss. Famously, blimey. the only band to ever still play, be an unsigned band to play Top of the Pops. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's never going to be top because it doesn't exist anymore. Miranda Rin. Just Mandarin. Mandarin? I've written Mir- Miranda. Just Mandarin. That's mm. a joke. Brilliant. <laughs> Mandarin. Like the orange. She runs a badge company oh. called We. Badges. We? W-E-E. Hmm. Successful, apparently. In Scotland. They were Scottish, weren't they? Yeah, I'm like, not sure where... We badges. Yeah, I'm not sure where, where they are now. I bet it's Scotland. Sci-Fi Steve and yep, they... John Disco. Were <laughs> <laughs> the other two? Yep. They've both gone bald. <laughs> that's, their, that's their career? And they're married. Oh. To not, each other? Not to each other. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Lovely. Um, and finally, the Boo Radleys. Oh, yeah. Bassist Tim Brown, he teaches computers in Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what his name is, Robottom. Was he the, was he the singer? No. Well, Sice was the name of the singer, wasn't it? I don't know. Something Robottom. One of the members was something Robottom. He must have Mr. been the Robottom. Dr- must have been the drummer. Sice was the singer and okay. Carr. Someone, Martin Carr, was that his name? Oh, Martin Carr. That's He was the familiar. guitarist and the yeah. songwriter. So he's the one who made the money. He's a counsellor and a therapist. Huh. That's pretty good. Yeah. So and you they, can... They complained about Britpop because they never wanted to be in it, but they all said that. But they, a lot of... Who was it? I think it was... I'm going to say... The woman from Lush, actually. Yeah. Maybe it's Lush or Kanicki. Thingy. Um, I always know what she does. Lauren Laverne. But what, I think it was Lauren Laverne said that we all pretended we didn't want to be on it, but we also knew that to be part of the Britpop movement meant that you were going to be on the crest of a wave because mm-hmm. the press were like falling on over anything you could do so it was worth to be on it. In hindsight, we all said it wasn't, but really and truly we all it's, knew it's that not it cool. was. It's not cool to... Uh... And that's it. It's so cool to be I mean, I could have dug it. around for yonks, but, you know. But it proves one thing. There can be a life after music. Mm. But I imagine, I suppose the, the lesson here, or the wisdom to impart is that you should I suppose 
that it is a really difficult industry to mm-hmm. crack, and certainly now you're very, very unlikely. But no, it's just I crack, don't want to be a dream crusher. Not to crack, well, but to longevity, longevity career. Yeah, it's very hard to keep your career going after uh, yeah. for years and years and years, and you keep going because people move on, and like at some point you have to kind of say, right, enough. What am I going to do now? Yeah, and I'm not saying quit your band and start studying accounting, yeah. but I'm saying it's probably a good idea to have it at the back of your mind to have a plan B. I, yeah, yeah, well, well why do not? Agree? Yeah, uh, yeah. And that's that's not me speaking from experience because we didn't have a plan B. That's that's the thing although we did always say our second dream job after Rockstar was own our own vintage shop and we said like that was first when we moved to London so we're very lucky in that we've got our not many people to go just have to go one step down their list you know so it's important to remember how lucky you are if you are in a job that you actually like because so many people are not yeah so we asked the question on Instagram and we got no replies. So I don't know, that's that then. I don't think anyone saw it. No. Like some the Insta stories numbers were low this week. Mm. So we can't blame you. So and we want to do anyway. We're doing Bad for Life. We yeah. do Bad for Life. Okay. So this is our regular feature. Regular feature Bad for Life. Hit it. We were unprepared with this. Luckily, our good friend Claudia happened to come into the shop just as we were about to start recording. And I asked Steve to leave the room. Although I don't know why, because this is going to be very obvious, <laughs> very obvious okay. which way around they are. Do you want to explain the concept? Okay, so Band for Life, um, get, um, you get to make two choices. One, you're Band for Life, B-A-N-D, a band that you would spend the rest of your life listening only to. If you're on a desert island and you could enjoy it for all eternity. Two, band for life, B-A-N-N-E-D. You would erase from existence and you're not killing them. You're just erasing the band never got the band never formed or the artist never got going. Because you didn't you don't you live out the music completely. Band for life. That's band for life. Now, Claudia has chosen two bands. Okay. Oasis oh, and again. <laughs> ABBA. I imagine she's going to put Oasis in the bin. Yeah, you were correct because everybody does. Everyone puts Oasis in the bin. I don't, this, this is it's crazy, isn't it? Last week, is it last week? It was Oasis. No, ben she, Ben put Oasis right, in yeah. the bin, didn't he? Yeah. Porteous. Mm. They, I suppose they're they're a Marmite band, aren't they? And mm. if you hate them, you really hate them. It's, yeah. It seems. So why does, why does she hate them? Because they're overplayed and annoying. Okay. I mean, I get how that could be annoying, but I don't see it. But no, well, I, yeah, we've spoken about this many times because they keep going up. But their first two albums are tantamount to genius. And she thinks they're overplayed. Listen to Smooth FM. <laughs> they never played on Smooth FM. <laughs> when he yeah. overplayed on Smooth FM, they never played on Absolute Eighties. Simply Red. 
Mariah Kerry. Why does no one put Simply Red in there? Yeah. I suppose, well, I suppose you can, it's very easy to ignore Simply Red. Well, because people who ask are generally young people. Yeah. But I, do, I mean, I go through my life very rarely hearing Oasis. No, I am. I, find, I don't know. I think, it's, I think it's, maybe it's cool to hate Oasis, but then everyone seems to like Liam Gallagher now, so... Oh, that's a strange one. Yeah, okay. Why should I like ABBA? Well, ABBA. ABBA for life. And I think this is... I think they're a great choice, actually. Just because they're, they're epic... And they have songs for every mood. And I suppose that's that's the ultimate... Gimme, gimme, <laughs> gimme a man after midnight. Take a chance, 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 but oh, they, Fernando! <laughs> she is right in that they do have a nice, diverse sound and good bass lines. Good bass lines, ballads, dancey ones, yep. party ones, party ones. You know, she's right. I think Abba Gold is an album you could. You could it would be pretty hard to get bored with. So I, I'm, I'm in oh, half in agreement the, with the best of Abba. Yeah, <laughs> classic. I have to say, the, the best, best of ever. Yeah. Yeah. But there you go. I mean, she didn't have long to think about it in her defence. So. No, yeah, true, yeah. I think it, yeah. Think that's it. what it is, that it's snap decisions. Yeah. Okay. But there you go, that's, so that's Band for Life. Next week, you're away. Yeah, shit. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Where are you going? Tell tell us this where you're going. Going on a, on a nice... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, She's no, just having a mini-stroke. <laughs> Because no one can go anywhere really. Are we going to somewhere in Suffolk for two days with our friends, and then two days after that with my mum and dad, and then we're going to go stay in a hotel? So we're doing like a little mini tour of mm. Suffolk, Norfolk. <laughs> wow, Bedford Forest. <laughs> yeah, Hemsby. Yeah. Oh, uh, lovely. Yeah. We'll have a lovely time. Um, this. <laughs> There's more to Strasbourg. Norfolk than this. Strasbourg or something. Strasbourg. Strasbourg. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Strasbourg. I. Berry. Great Yarmouth. Can't go that far. Okay. No. Those sort of places around there. Holston. Sheringham. Holston. <laughs> Bramlingham. Ed Sheeran's um, Holston Pink Road. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. We're right. just <laughs> naming places in uh, Norfolk and Suffolk now. You probably don't want to listen to that. So if you've stuck around, well done. <laughs> yeah. Gold Star. Like, gold failed like... Rockstar Club. Time. <laughs> this is what happens when we've got a list. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, thank you for listening uh, this week. And yeah, I don't. I, we, there might not be one next week, so you have to wait a fortnight. So maybe listen to this in two shifts. Or yeah, we'll think about that. Maybe we can get. Oh no, because I have to edit it. Maybe it'll be delayed, or we get someone on it, or we can try and do one later. Oh no, your kids are back, aren't they? Yeah, and you won't be able to edit it and get put it out. Hmm? Probably won't be bothered to, you know. I'm back on Thursday. Oh, well, you're on holiday. Yeah. They might one. They might be a different... Maybe we'll do a pop-up one. Hmm. Pop-up pod. We'll see. We'll stay tuned. And as always... I'm sure you'll be really gutted. Yeah. Well, don't say it like that. They will be. Yeah? Yeah. People, you know, if they're listening to it now... It's by this, If they've heard this point... 350 to 500 listen, stream, listens a month. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's... That's three figures. That's massive. Yeah. Big time. Yeah, so as usual... Go to bestdaysvintage.co.uk, get your merch, get your, you know, what we're up to. Yep. 
follow us on all the socials and you know have a lovely week and we'll speak to you soon yeah have a lovely okay? holiday steve yeah have a lovely holiday steve mm-hmm. oh christ so, intimidating gentleman outside okay so thank you guys that's the third rock club podcast the podcast that spoke a bit of bollocks to do that this week that's yeah. all right wasn't it we learned a little bit about the old Britpop people yeah exactly which is what I think we've all wanted to know about yeah. you've been on the edge of your what seats the bass player from Gene was up to yeah well well you, you know you can if you know of a musician now you've heard this you've mm-hmm. heard of them doing an interesting job why not write to us the nose.